Hey, happy holidays, everyone. How are you? Hey, Coach Matt here. Hey, you know something? It, it, it may sound a little funny, but there really is a difference between gym shape and landscape shape. Muscles you may not use very often, even at the gym, will be challenged, challenged wholeheartedly when you start in on a landscape project bigger than a pot of pansies. That I will certainly guarantee. I want to talk about this today so you, you can mitigate injury and not fall victim to the whole, holy crap, wow, this is really, really hard and I hurt everywhere syndrome. You know, a sports coach of any sport would not send their players out to compete without conditioning to some degree, if not a lot degree. Well. This is a physical endeavor, and I would be very remiss as a yard coach if I did not make you aware uh, and make some suggestions to help you, help you and your body so that you can have that landscape success. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Let's get this podcast rolling, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. Hey again, welcome. If you happen to partake in the holidays, I say again, happy holidays. Here we are, coming up on mid-December. Is it just me, or has 2021 flown by at the speed of a military jet plane? It seems to have been that way for me. Let me share a very short story with you to start off. Uh, it might bring this home just a little bit. I had been hired to orchestrate what they popular called back in the, in the first part of the century, um, a yard crash, just like you used to see on television, but on a much more localized, non-televised way. And I did this yard crash at a, at a client's home, the people obviously that hired me. The client was going to have about 12 helpers on this day one that we were gonna get going on. Now, some of the tasks that we had to do, and we had to do this all in one day. We had demolition to do. We had some soil amending, which meant rototiller and some other stuff. Uh, we had some irrigation changes, so we had some minor trenching that we had to do. And we had planting, mulching, and cleanup. Well, as the day started out, we started promptly at eight o'clock in the morning. I lost two folks in the first hour, right away from back strain. And I had done a little bit of a safety talk, you know, like most contractors do for insurance purposes and workers' comp purposes. Even though these were not employees, I just thought it best that I, you know, throw that out there because as I was looking around my crew for a day, I could tell, you know, that they weren't landscapers. So by noon, I lost one other person. The plane flat out said, I can't take this anymore. Sorry, sorry. The rest of the day was slowed down. The work production was slowed down because I'd already lost three hands now. But what I thought was gonna be done around four o'clock, we pushed through and persevered 
and by 5.30, we had done the job, and everybody was happy. Well, as part of this yard crash, the clients were really sweet. I mean, they, uh, they threw a, a nice dinner for everybody who stayed there, and I stayed with them and partaked in this dinner. So as I'm sitting there enjoying my meal, uh, I listened as these folks around me asked, Matt, how in the Sam hell do you do this crap every day? Well, needless to say, it was a great meal with an ibuprofen dessert for many of these folks. You know, it does take a certain amount of shape to do this. It really does. That shape should not be round, soft, and unconditioned. You know, those folks, they tend to show their stripes soon on when it comes to this demanding physical labor. So, story time done. First off, let me get the disclaimer out of the way. First of all, I am not a trained personal trainer. I am not a medical doctor. I'm not a chiropractor. And I do not have a college degree in kinesiology. So what I'm offering here today is over 20 years of on-the-job experience and what worked for me. Maybe it will work for you as well. For you, I suggest a couple of things. First, if you have the commitment to start and complete your own landscape project, but you know, maybe need to improve your physical condition some, or a lot first, then by all means, seek out your medical doctor if you can, and get a medical opinion of what you are capable and what you are not capable of doing. I do not want anybody going out there and doing some crash CrossFit course and get themselves all balled up physically. Second, if you are in reasonably good shape, then maybe a 30-day conditioning period might be in order before launch day. Maybe a little bit of cardio. Maybe what I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. All right. So disclaimer, I'm just saying, be careful. You know, for many, many years, I was quite a gym rat. I was in the gym three and four, even five days a week. I stayed in pretty good shape, both body, tone, and cardio. I did this to meet the rigors of a taxing jobs that I did uh, at work on a regular basis. When I did do a career change and sought out the landscape industry again, the green industry for a living, I learned early on that an eight hour day or more of landscaping can affect a body in different ways than what you get from gym exercises like curls and bench press and pull downs and pull ups, you know, and machinery type of exercises. Those do help, they do, no doubt. But the exertion, the exertion protracted over a long period of time, like eight hours, is a different story altogether. That long-term muscle use, the long-term bending, twisting, up and down from the ground movements, lifting, dragging, placing, sometimes even doing more than one of these tasks at a time for an hour or so becomes landscape shape. I do strongly believe that the gym gave me a, uh, a boost up on the landscape scale of fitness, and I'm glad I was in relatively good shape when I started, started in on the career. But I shudder, I absolutely, looking back on it now, I shudder to think of myself just getting up out of the proverbial cubicle maybe 
40, 50 pounds of her weight and a stamina range that is measured in seconds and not hours and then attempting to make a living doing these tasks. I, I would have been setting myself up for failure from the very beginning. In that scenario, you, I don't know guys, I, I really, I think you're only asking for injury and a very bad DIY landscape experience at doing these projects of any moderate size. You know, if you end up getting hurt, it's probably going to reflect in direct proportion of how far you get in the project and the quality of the finished product, if you get to the finish line, not to mention the, pro the protracted time it will take you. I think if I was to suggest any one fitness genre to start with, it would be without a doubt, with just hands down, my number one suggestion would be stretching and limberness. The semi-mastery of this body ability will be far and away, far and away, as important and probably more important than just pure strength alone. The limberness plays a huge role a huge, <laughs> I can't tell you, a huge role in multi-hour demands of those physical tasks that I meant that I mentioned earlier. They they really do. If you have tight hips and tight hamstrings and calves and shoulders and back and everything kind of it moves, but it doesn't move with a limberness of like we remember when we were kids. Uh, you, I'm telling you up front you are going to feel it and you won't feel it for just a day. You'll feel it for multiple, multiple days. Seriously. Now start out slow, start out slow with a limbering and stretching routine of some kind, maybe a two week beginning phase or such. The one thing you can't be is you can't be, okay, here it is mid February and I'm starting a project. Uh, I'm going to rip out the whole backyard March 1st. So I'm going to, you know, I, I need to lose a few pounds and I need to stretch out and I need to, because I listen to that yard coach guy. So here we go. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to start running three miles a day. No, 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 no. If anything, there's a litany, a litany of exercise gurus that are on YouTube that you can tune into and find one that really fits you and watch them, you know, binge watch some of the things and, and really learn how they can get you limbered up, stretched out, strengthened up, conditioned up. And then, then, and only then should you be really ready to get out there and start doing stuff. We're here in December. I would seriously suggest if you were going to do a March 1st launch date, I'm just saying that hypothetically, tomorrow is the day that you start. Tomorrow at the latest January 1. Give yourself 60 days. You can lose a few pounds, you can limber up, you can strengthen up, and then be ready to go. And if you don't think that physical conditioning and physical shape isn't a confidence booster in and of itself, then watch and see. Watch and see. You know, another suggestion that I might make is to always stretch. I, I did this and I took this out of the book of the Japanese worker. I really did. Is always stretch at the beginning of a workday. And you've probably seen it on TV or some movie or whatever. There's a lot of them that get out there as a crew, as a team, and they do stretching at the beginning of the day. And I thought, well, now there's an idea. 
and I really started doing it. When I'd show up, I'd do a little walk around, I'd double check my goals for the day, and then I would spend, I wouldn't spend that much time, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes or so of stretching out shoulders and arms and back and legs, etc. And then I did it a little bit after lunch, and I did it again after work, either at the job site or when I got home. And this really helped mitigate soreness, soreness and that achy factor at the end of a day. Let, let there be no doubt that during my years of landscape contracting, there was only a few nights, a few nights, and that was generally busy brain stuff where I didn't sleep like a rock. I really did. But to be perfectly transparent, ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that will 100% prepare you for this work is doing it. Just remember to be realistic with yourself. Truly, sans the hero complex. And I'm talking to you guys mostly. Sans that hero complex. If lifting concrete pieces from a demolished patio that you're doing over a six or seven hour time frame isn't in your daily mantra, then pace yourself. Work smart, and for gosh sakes, don't overdo it. This is no, <laughs> truly, this is no time to show off in front of your wife, your kids, your, your BFFs, who came to help you, only to find yourself flat on the floor with low back pain and icing something up because you just flat overdid it. Nothing will turn you off from moving forward in a project like this with a, a very strained back or a messed up shoulder or a blown out knee because you lifted something too heavy. Here's another suggestion. Use really good body mechanics in all that you do in your landscape project. And if for that matter, anything when you do your lifting, you know, Heavy objects, if you have to lift them and you can't use a hand truck or a wheelbarrow or something, heavy objects get leg lift with straight back form, just like doctors and, and physical therapists tell you to do. Or better yet, always use another person. You know, have an extra set of hands and legs and backs there. And if you can, use machines whenever possible. For instance, instead of just a hand wheelbarrow, see if you can rent or buy a mechanical wheelbarrow. Those things are really slick. Instead of hand pruning saw, you're on a ladder and you're having to saw a tree down, go out and invest in a small quality electric chainsaw to get the job done. Just make sure you know how to use it correctly. And if you happen to live in places where you have more rock than you have dirt, and you're having to do planting holes by hand, try renting out a little miniature jackhammer. You want to talk about something that'll make holes in a hurry. Use a nice four inch or larger spade bit, or you can get an auger, you know, on the front of a mini skid steer or something. That's what I used with Kangas. I had various size auger bits, and man, they really made quick work of many, many planting holes over the years. I will make a true confession here though. And guys, are you listening? Women, Women are smarter workers, for the most part, than guys are. And why? Why do you think that is? It's because they don't have the male ego getting in their way. If it takes three girls to lift something out of the way and place it, they do it. They don't care. Not us guys. Now, it's always, yeah, okay, stand back and watch how it's done, ladies. Or, ha, I don't need no stinking hand truck. 
carry that heavy object from the front yard all the way to the backyard. Yeah, guys, throw the hero complex out the window. Work smart. I don't care if you are 25 years old. You know, I guarantee you, you'll pay the price when you're 45 or 55. By the way, the younger the guy, the more stupid body mechanics and overdoing it is generally very apparent. And for you guys, I don't know if you've, what age I'm talking to, but I certainly do remember those invincible days, those days where the body just kept on running like an Energizer bunny. Well, there will be a day when you get up out of bed and uh, you realize that you're not invincible anymore. And so we don't want to start setting yourself up for arthritis and low back, chronic back pain, etc., because you landscaped your yard one year. Nah, that's not, that's just not cool. No, I don't care. You know, towards the end of my active landscape career, when I was uh, putting things in the ground and doing the whole six yards, I found that just body weight resistant training worked well for my 59 year old body at the time. And when I say body resistant training, I mean things like push-ups and pull-ups, sit-ups, squats, uh, bench steps, running up and down the stairs to my front door, uh, lunges across my back lawn. Those pretty much kept me strengthened up enough. Plus, you know, stretching maintained the body and kind of allowed me to perform those landscape tasks on a daily basis, a Monday through Friday basis. I can remember a few sore nights. There's, there's no doubt. I did have those sore nights for sure. You know, as a matter of fact, here's kind of a list of tasks that would still give me a run for my money if I was doing it every day. I can remember coming home and telling Maestro, oh my God, I had trenching day today. And it's not just the trenching because that was mechanized, but it was the trench clean out. The trench clean out when you're down in the trench and you're having to clean that out. Irrigation day, a complicated, intricate irrigation system when you're having to be on your hands and knees and you're catapulted over a trench and you're gluing pipes and you're putting things together and you're up and down from that position, standing, walking at the end of an eight hour day. Yeah, I really felt that as well. Sometimes a heavy planting day. One that used to always clean my clock. I don't care what shape I was in. I was always jackhammering concrete and then loading concrete. Even with the skid steer, you know, you had to have a little bit of finesse. And sometimes when you got down to the crumbly bits, you did a lot of shovel work and a lot of uh, lifting and tossing. As you can tell, as you can tell just from that part of the story, despite owning a landscape company, you know, I, I still got my hands dirty on a regular basis. I had to. Towards the end of my uh, contracting days, man, the labor force, the labor force was really, really inexperienced. And be honest, <laughs> be super honest, mostly they came with a super crappy work ethic. They really did. Maybe one in 20, one in 20 was worth their salt, worth their hourly wage. And man, did I always try to hang on to them as long as I could. Plus, I had to stand behind and guarantee the work that I did. So it had to be done right the first time, every time. That was the responsibility of the owner of the company. The, the buck kind of stopped with me. And there was lots of times where I had to come back. If I had to run to the store and I left a crew of three doing something, whatever it might be, there was lots of times where I had to come back and undo everything and show them how to do it right. And they weren't always so happy about it, but... You know, they, they had to do it right. So as you contemplate your own DIY landscape project, know this, you can do this. 
you can, without a doubt in my mind, just prepare ahead of time, both physically, like we've mentioned here today, mentally, which I mentioned last week, financially or budgetary-wise, emotionally, and the old planning around everything, you can do this. It'll actually be a blast. And not only that, every single day you will have tangible results to look back on. There's a lot of people out there that go to work 40 plus hours a week and they look back on their week and they're just not, they just don't have a tangible outcome. Hey, DIY landscape projects, they certainly will. The more you are prepared on all these fronts, the more rewarding that project will be and the more quality work you will turn out for yourself as a result. Remember, this applies to all who participate. Remember what I talked to in the story at the beginning of the show? Yep, all who participate. Say, for instance, your older parents are going to come and help you. I strongly encourage you to pass this show along. If the kids are helping, supervise them carefully. If your BFFs are planning on helping you and their physical shape is somewhat in question, show the love and suggest exercising together leading up to that launch day so that you don't feel the size of an ant when your friends can't make it out to their own car that afternoon. I have seen noobs and rookies run headlong into that work wall the first day because of conditioning issues or a lack thereof. Can you quit early? Sure, yeah, you can. But should you quit? Hell no, hell no. Why? Say for instance, you got, uh, maybe you got machinery on the rental clock and you have to get the job done and get it back or cut a bigger check. Or maybe you only have help for just this weekend and you got a lot of demolition to do. Then you're on your own got to get it done and you got to be prepared to go the long haul. So I have spoken over and over about planning, budgeting, financing, and maintaining a landscape project. Well, all this is for not if you cannot get through the first couple hours of demo day on day one because you have wrenched yourself into a pretzel and cannot move. Now what? WTF will you do now? I don't want any of you out there listening to this to get into that situation. Allow yourself the time to get to a reasonable state of physical conditioning. I tell you what, guys, it will pay huge dividends in the long run, I promise. Hey, here it is December, and you are planning on a project for the backyard come springtime. What better time? to commit to a New Year's resolution and prepare yourself, your body, for that task ahead. Perfect timing falls right into the New Year's resolution, does it not? Hey, I'll tell you this. If this old codger in his late 50s was still doing it on a daily basis, you certainly can too. That's it for this episode. Remember to start slow, finish fast, but finish, period. As always, I'm only an email away if you got a question, and as always, to your landscape success. I will see you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, 
Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.